0: and welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. I'm Lennis Woods Mullins, your holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40. And you know, of course, by vibe, I mean to live a life that is vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. This is a special edition of the Vibe Living Podcast, and I am so excited about it. I had a guest on my other show, Lennis Minutes, who had such a powerful message that I knew it must be shared with all my Vibe audience. And when I say powerful, I mean a wisdom-packed, inspirational flow of empowerment that we all need to hear as women. My guest was the magnificent Jewel Diamond Taylor, a motivational speaker, coach, best-selling author, mentor, and my friend. So stop what you're doing, turn up the volume, take some notes, and get ready for the awesome teachings of Jewel Diamond Taylor. My name is Linus Woods Mullins, and I am a certified holistic living and wellness coach for women over 40. Welcome to the group, all of you who are new. And I definitely want to give a big wellness woman welcome to one of my favorite speakers on the planet. She is just fantastic she's motivational she inspires me I read her stuff literally every day so it's always special whenever she takes time to spend a little time with me. Jewel Diamond Taylor it's wonderful to have you. Yay! I love how the law of
1: attraction keeps bringing me to people of like mindedness and similar vision and purpose and mission
0: and so yes.
1: I'm honored to be in your space
0: today. We are in some rough times right now. And I wanted you to share yeah. with us some of your wisdom, uh, some encouragement to empower uh, not just the women in the group, but all the other uh, thousands of people who are going to see this broadcast once we send it out to the platform. How can we move forward or how can we even just maintain while we're going through these chaotic times? It's all about attitude adjustment.
1: It really is. Uh, people refer to me as a motivational speaker which conjures up the thought that I'm I'm always going to make you feel good. Mm -hmm. And the reality is in this very difficult time, we have to stop seeking how to feel good, but how can I just get through it? How can I be resilient? How can I accept the reality? My part in this unfolding reality is to help us to navigate the emotional, mental, and spiritual waters. I believe that, We have a navigational system within us. Why do I say that? I think of Sojourner Truth. I think of people who did not have internet, did not have a GPS, did not have a flashlight. They had to trust the inner God within. They had to trust that intuition. There's a lot of self-discovery going on. Who am I? What makes me aggravated? What makes me impatient? What makes me sad? What makes me mad? What lights me up? And am I always depending on something outside of me to make me smile, to make me have hope? Not only do we need God's grace, but we need grit. We need to know how to keep getting up, keep getting dressed, keep having hope, keep praying keep being kind. There are a lot of women I'm talking with. They are caregiving and they're taking care of elders. or They're taking care of children with special needs and they don't have any help. And they're feeling overwhelmed and resentful. And they are they're, they're getting sick themselves. I've got to be healthy. I've got to be present. I don't have to fix it. See, a lot of us empaths, we have a propensity to want to fix And
0: want to rescue? Yes. Come on, somebody. I have four daughters; are all females, and now they're all almost all in their thirties, but still, and yet, for a long time, I had that need to fix things. But I have learned, thankfully, thankfully over these last three or four years, how not to be a helicopter helicopter parent, to how to be more of a coach, and also how to step back and breathe. You know, Jill, we are a nation of non breathers. We don't breathe. We hold our breath all the time. Isn't it ironic that this dis-ease is attacking
1: the lungs?
0: Yes, and that's something.
1: Uh, It's like the the earth needs to breathe. I look out my window, I live up in the hills and I look over the city that I used to see this layer of brown, now it's clear. Uh, The earth needs to breathe. And then we have these poor diets of everything that is white, sugar, flour, come on, bread, yeah. French fries, you know, all you those to the there. Become, yeah, it becomes mucus, pizza, all the things that we run to to soothe us, and uh, is now compromising our lungs. So anybody that has a history of asthma or eating a lot of foods uh, that are white-based and not wheat and not natural and not fruit and not vegetable they're more likely to experience some discomfort or this disease, this horrible disease that is attacking the lungs. So I look at things on a physical level and in a metaphysical level. Mm-hmm. That just what you, what you just said, Linus, we're so busy,
0: we don't breathe. We are a nation also of the walking wounded. There are people who are walking around who are traumatized and wounded and have never yep. really dealt with any of those emotions. Now, all of a sudden, they're sitting at home and not only are they dealing exactly. with that emotion of being at home, but they still have that other stuff too. But here's the good news. There are things that you can begin to do to address that. And you mentioned it earlier. One of the things, first of all, if you're suffering from anxiety, and I used to be an anxiety sufferer for 15 years. I know what that's like. But I learned Mm -hmm. that one of the things that you have to do Rather than push it back and ignore it, and like you said, pretend like it's not happening, is to allow yourself to feel it and work through it. And rather than being afraid of it, exactly. work through it, um, journal it, write about it. You know, reach out to some of your friends and talk about it. We are all feeling things. We are all feeling things, and part of the healing process is recognizing what needs to be healed. And that's that's
1: what I was making reference to when I said we need grace and we need grit. Yes. I find that a lot in the spiritual community. We're like, I need God. I need God. I need God. God help me. God rescue me. God fix it. God save me. And I need God's grace. But God, I believe also says we need grit. We need to know how to stand up, buckle up, chin up, press through, have hope, do the right thing, change your diet, change your thinking, uh, just know that you're going to be, get this warrior mentality. That I'm, I'm in this to win it. I'm going to overcome it. And if I don't overcome it, thank you for the grace. But I believe that both need to be applied. I, I just kind of shudder sometimes when I think people just only lean on scripture and on God, this external source, not understanding it's inside of you. That that grit, that ability to yes. be resistant. You,
0: you know, I'm willing to do the work. You have to be willing do to do the work. work. And I was just talking to one of my dear friends earlier this morning, and she, uh, Rhonda Jones, and uh, she's the Christian um, meditator. She's wonderful. And one of the things that uh-huh. she discovered in working with her clients is that, you know, some people want to do the work, some people don't. But you can choose. It's it's a choice. You can choose that even though you're feeling that emotional pain to go ahead and begin to deal with it. And Julie, you're absolutely right. Scripture is wonderful. Having that relationship with God is something else. But let's remember, prayer without action, prayer without action doesn't get you as as far as it would if you actually show up in your
1: life. As a motivational speaker, I'm not coming to tell people, Oh, name it and claim it. You can have it. It's going to be all right. It may not be all right. Can you deal with it? Do you have the grit? Are you able to be resilient? Who's in your life? What investments have you made in yourself? And when you look at the word investment, inside of the word investment is best. That means what have you put in your heart? What have you put inside of you yes. and you're protecting it? It's like an armor because mm-hmm. there's so much out there. On the news, if you're watching the news all day long, you are going to, if you don't get physically sick, you're going to get mentally and emotionally sick and spiritually weak. We have to know how to cope when we feel closed in, either physically or closed in with challenges of life, closed in with the bills, closed in with the children, closed in. How do you cope when life is pressing in on you? And so we wanna make sure that um, we check on loved ones who have a propensity towards addictions, whether it's overeating uh, or drinking, drugs, depression. Uh, How are they soothing themselves if their track record is the way they cope is to run to something externally. So for someone watching this today, Linus, someone someone may be saying, oh, they make it sound so easy and it's just fluffy, it's just airy-fairy stuff. No, we're talking about doing the work. Yeah, we're saying that you got Yeah, you got to confront those things yeah. that have yeah. uh, paralyzed you, hurt you, betrayed you, let you down, Just the times you disappointed yourself. Come on somebody. Yeah. The times you picked up the wrong thing, you made the wrong choices, you have to forgive yourself. You have to do the work and get liberty otherwise you are incarcerated you have put yourself in a cell in a prison a mental prison so for those of us that are saying you know um I hear myself when people say how you doing?" I say I'm doing fine but it's only because I've done the work I've been on this journey yes.
0: for 35 years I'll be 70 years old yes, so, you know, that's, so a I, thing. that's and you're absolutely right it is all about doing the work and I realized And it brought tears to my eyes when I realized this, that I have been delivered from the throes of anxiety for so many years. When I realized that, you know, in another time, let's say maybe even five years ago and this was going on, I'd be freaking out right now, but I'm not. I have a sense of peace. I have a sense of joy. Um, I am totally trusting God, but I'm also making sure that I feed into myself because as an empath it's very easy to want to not just have compassion but to actually find a way to fix things i have way too many followers for that so i pray for them and i release them because i'm not god and i realize that if i don't keep pouring into myself and taking care yeah. of myself yeah. self care i cannot be there for my family for my husband for my friends for my you know the people who support me my tribe as you I can't do that And I wish that we could all take this time while we're spending time with ourselves to begin to pour into you. That's okay. You know, give yourself permission to do that. Because I think sometimes I used to be that person. I used to feel guilty when I would get home from work subconsciously to even take (laughs) off my suit jacket. Okay. I come home, I cook dinner, run the bath, the girls dress, do the homework, all that stuff. Finally, nine o'clock at night comes, they're in bed, and I still have on my heels and my jacket. That's how I used to be 20 something years ago. That is no longer the mm. process, But I did the work. One of the things I teach my clients in my counseling and coaching
1: when you find yourself going down that rabbit hole, you got to find that mantra, that something that will bring you back. The thing that brings me back is I say, Come back, Jewel, come back. Mm. Mm. Because I know I've gone somewhere far way in the past, or too far in the future. And I tell myself, Jewel, now come on back, come back. And it's, it may sound so simple, but it works for me. And everybody needs to find that mantra, that quotation, that scripture, that affirmation, that declaration that triggers you and says come back to the present moment when i look at easter i think of christ in the middle a thief on one side and the thief on the other and so that to me says that the thief of the past is stealing from me if i'm staying in the past uh, in grief and sadness and regrets and anger or if i'm staying too much in the future worried what's going to happen what's going to happen those two things are things christ is right in the center in the moment mm-hmm.
0: suffering mm-hmm. but rising there is so much joy and peace that you can find in the present you'd be surprised the small thing yeah. that you could focus on i have a rock <laughs> here i keep it right here on my computer that i look at now this rock is just a little thing it's i did not paint this rock this is a rock that i found on one of my walks my people who follow me they know that i go on these long saturday walks because sometimes I come on facebook live and talk about my walk and one of these, uh-huh. I found one of these rocks and it was on a little pillar. Someone had set it there. So I picked it up and I walked a little further. they were like two or three other rocks. Somebody had actually painted these rocks and they had messages of peace and joy. This one said love. Oh. So I took the rocks and I put them other places in the areas where I worked, but I kept this to remind myself about the importance of giving and receiving. We as women have to learn also how to receive. That's not a coincidence. That's a God wink. That's to letting you know that he sees you. He hears you. You are not alone. This journey was meant to be walked with him on your side. Not You're not out there on your own at all. Just be aware because truly, I believe, the universe conspires and rises up to support you wherever you are, whatever you're doing. The key
1: for me is, yes, be aware, but also don't be in denial. Don't think mm-hmm. that the world or God is against you. When you have your season of suffering, we cannot escape it. We cannot escape the suffering. And to me, that is what my spiritual walk has taught me. Jesus suffered. What makes you think you're not going to suffer? Absolutely. When, when, my, son, when my son passed away and I thought I could just play the right music, say the right prayers, do the right affirmations, give him the right herbal supplements, do make him comfortable. I'm gonna, Oh, I'm going to save my son. And when nothing saved him from passing, I immediately had a connection with Mary. I said, oh, my God. Now, if Mary could not save Christ from his destiny, who am I to think that I could save I'm not a bad mother. Mary wasn't a bad mother. But there's something in our humanness that makes us think I can control this. I can fix this. I'll do this and I'll get this and Uh, I'll just practice my alchemy and I'll just say the right thing and I'll sage and I'll drink this and I'll take this and I'll say this. And it's like at some point we have to accept the fact that life is brief. We will suffer, but we can go through it with grace and with grit. I have more compassion for people in pain than I ever did. I have more patience. I have less judgment Mm. Because I have suffered tremendously mm. on losing many people in my life. I have suffered on many different levels. I'm sure you have too. But we can come out of it. We can be transformed. We can get the gold out of it, out of that fire. We can get the diamond out of that dirt. Absolutely. You, see, <laughs> you see? And so those are the symbols Absolutely. that helped me to get through my suffering to realize that this too, shall pass as bishop frankie Beverly may says (laughs) (laughs) there is (laughs) joy and there is pain Mm. there is sunshine and
0: there is rain in front of me i'm visual i have all kinds of words and affirmations and scriptures and pictures and everything like that yeah i have that one word holy boldness and another one i have is manifest and another one i have is provision another one i have says embrace your awesome God's grace you know those are the things that keep me moving forward because yes there has been pain in my in my life I mean it's pain that I the greatest pain that I experienced in my life is what brought me to do what I'm doing now and that was you know over 30 years ago when uh, my mom was hit by a fire truck on her way to work as she was driving to work. Uh, I was only what, 31, 32 at the time, just had a baby, five weeks old, had two other little ones at home. Mm-hmm. And then yes. you know, she was just taken, 56 years old. And it took me years to get over that. Uh, how I found out about it was traumatic. And you know, just a series of mm-hmm. events. But I look back at that mm-hmm. now and I see the silver lining in all of that. Yes. Because had yes. that not happened, I would not have developed the anxiety disorder. I would not have almost lost everything as a result of that anxiety. I would not have taken the time to get well. I would not have decided that I wanted to help women who went through some of the similar things when it comes to their overall wellness. And I wouldn't be talking to you now. So that's the silver lining in something that was catastrophic. And I believe you're absolutely right that we can find the silver lining in this event as well. What we need through this crisis is humility. We know that it's missing in the
1: White House. But in your house, (laughs) in your house, do you have humility to say, let me be patient and appreciate the essential workers. Let me have the humility to say, Lord, I just thank you that I have some savings or that I have a home or that people are checking on. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Lord, that, that I have been brought to my knees to appreciate the things that I did not. I didn't pay attention. I was so busy. I was so busy chasing things. Lord,
0: I did not even notice. I was going to tell people that I know that we are doing social distancing, staying inside and so on and so forth, but it really is okay. From a wellness perspective, I'm speaking to you in particular. You need to get out and get some fresh air, especially vitamin D, anxiety and depression, because what's happening is in terms of your brain and the brain health, is that you uh, need more oxygen in your system so you can create new red blood cells so it can go up into the brain and you can think a little bit more clearly. If you're stuck inside literally for days at a time and not going out, even walking around the block, put a mask on, gloves on, whatever, yeah. get out there, I- walk around the block. That is in, that's an integral part of this whole process. Even though, don't take literally that you can't not get out at all. Even if you feel more comfortable going in your backyard, walking around in the backyard, that's fine. But you must do that because it really is important for us to feed our brains so that some of that monkey mind stuff that's running in the background, that script that's going, doesn't sing as loud.
1: We have to be physically strong because in order to go into war, you have to be physically strong because the mind is going to just be all over the place. So not only people want to feel good, but you got to not only feel good but you have to do you have to feel strong in your body because we are in a warfare right now and if your body is weak and you're not exercising and you're not stretching the the immune system is going to be compromised so yes i get out and i walk and i do my deep breathing and my stretching in the morning two words i want to drill down in our wonderful time together today lennis is adapt and resilient we have to know how to adapt i mean months ago if someone had told us that you have to wear a mask outside. We're like, no, I'm not going to do that. But we're doing it. We're adapting. You can do it. You can get through this. And if you look at the word through, right in the word through is rough. It is rough right now. But you are going to get through it. But you have to make that intention in your mind. I'm going to get through this. Oh, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to do the work mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I'm going to take care of my body. I'm not going to just stay in the bed. I'm going to get up. I'm going to stretch. And I'm going to not just pray. I am going to, my body is a temple and I'm going to take care of this body. There's seven mountains of influence that shape the world. And every single one of them have been affected. The stock market, entertainment, sports, business, family, education, the government, every single one has been affected. So, we got to search for the gold, look for the silver lining, connect with people like Linus or myself, because I think that a lot of times women suffer because they don't have um, the right tribe around them. I mean, Linus, every time I connect with you and every time I see your picture or I see your videos, it's like, I know that there is a kinship. I know mm-hmm. that there is an alignment there. I, I know that I know your energy, right? Mm-hmm. And so I know that about many people. And when I, in my emotional wellness when i feel something is not quite right with a person i don't second guess myself anymore i trust that
0: that's right I trust, trust it. that trust that gut because it will be it will never <laughs> steer you wrong as you said that yeah. uh, that internal gps that geiger counter the holy spirit whatever yeah. you want to call it that's speaking all, all the time all the time when you have all those distractions you can't hear it but now you have an opportunity to tune into the Holy spirit and to really listen and then act on it, actually yes. do it and do it with faith, do it with trust, do it with a zealousness that you're not used to doing it with. Like if you say, I can do this. Jewel, I tell you, it has been so wonderful and refreshing and rewarding, re-energizing, renewing all of the ours <laughs> when it comes to you coming and spending some time with me and, and the wellness woman in our group.
1: My website is jeweldiamondtaylor.com. And my other website is womenonthegrow.org. And on my 501c3 Women on the Grow page, uh, there's a donation button. And anyone that'd like to make a donation of any amount, I am sending them my ebook for free. And the ebook is The Gold Mine, Pearls of Wisdom. Gold, G-O-A-L, The Gold Mine pearls of wisdom for your gold mine. So I'm sending that absolutely as a thank you. It doesn't matter what the amount of the donation is. My ministry is to uh, empower women that are going through hardships. So we have existed for a long time and I offer retreats and books and coaching. I'm able to offer coaching to women that are experiencing hardships. So I don't have to turn anybody away. So I thank those that make donations to women on the grow because I'm able to help women, single parents, women that are homeless, women that are hopeless, women that are having anxiety and depression, women that just lost their job or just lost their breast, to breast cancer, women that are in grief. I counsel many mothers like myself who've lost a child. So I don't charge for that. And I'm able to do that because of the generous donations that I receive. Mm -hmm. Um, And a shout out to my monthly donors. Uh, I'm just so blessed by them. And so um, I would love for you to visit both of my websites. I have a thought for the day number. I have an email, jewelmotivates at gmail.com. And uh, we have some great activities that we do. We can't wait to to all be
0: together again and I want to come to Costa Rica and with you. I am so glad that you decided to come into my tribe for a little while and share your wisdom, your jewels of wisdom. Thank you so much, Joel, for being with us you today. Be blessed. Stay in the light. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you again real soon. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have something to share, please comment below. For more Wellness Woman videos, be sure to click the subscribe button below and check out my Facebook group, Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond. But most importantly, don't forget to love yourself and educate, encourage, and empower your mind, body, spirit wellness.